welcome to the first episode of TAPCAST. I'm your host, Chloe Warziniak. My guest today is Dean Barbara Bender. She is the Senior Associate Dean for Academic Support and Graduate Student Services at the School of Graduate Studies in Rutgers, New Brunswick. She's also the director of the TA Project. And in this episode, we talk about what the TA Project is, how it got started, and how it has evolved into what it is today. We also talk a bit about training of new graduate student TAs more broadly and what an administration's role is in that effort. Let's get started. Tell us about your background and your current role at Rutgers. I have uh, been studying education my entire life, having pursued my bachelor's, master's, and doctorate in various fields of education. My doctorate from Teachers College Columbia was in higher education administration uh, and uh, uh, student affairs and adult education. So I, from a, a theoretical perspective and a background perspective, I, I uh, working at, at the graduate school and developing the TA project was an absolutely ideal opportunity. I've worked in both um, administrative positions and I've also taught um, many courses in higher education and um, was actually brought to the graduate school to develop the TA project. And that was in the late 1980s where we were among the first to start a, a program to develop the professional teaching competencies of graduate students in the classroom. And we've been doing this project ever since, after being told this could never work, the students would not attend, the faculty would not support a TA project. We are now very much a part of the institutional culture and are often relied upon as a resource by other institutions to learn how we do things and why we do certain things. So um, I'm proud to be able to say we can declare the TA project a success. You've mentioned the TA project and uh, it is a central part of what we're talking about today. So could you tell us a little bit about, could you describe what is the TA project? What, is, what does it do? What, what purpose does it serve? The TA project is designed to enhance the quality of undergraduate education through the strengthening of the TA offerings in the classroom, through the strengthening of the actual instruction provided by graduate students in the classroom. As a multi-purpose research institution, we are teaching undergraduates, graduate students, and conducting research. And as part of that, we're preparing new graduate students to assume uh, positions in the professoriate, both uh, at institutions like Rutgers or at many different types of institutions. By teaching the TAs how to teach and strengthening their ability to succeed in the classroom, we will and have been providing better opportunities to help our undergraduates 
learn and become enthusiastic about the disciplines in which they are studying. We've done this in multiple ways through a New Brunswick, this is for Rutgers University in New Brunswick and Piscataway, and the TA project is designed to, to provide programs at the organi larger organizational um, level as well as to help disciplines present their own programs. So when we started, we originally designed the program to have an orientation for all new TAs, sessions throughout the year, multiple sessions throughout each semester, <clears throat> and subsequently we designed several courses in which students get enroll, and we can talk about that more in a minute. But at the same time, and well in those larger sessions, we um, look at education and pedagogy from a more generic perspective. To balance this, though, it's very important that we have the disciplines also consider pedagogy from their own perspective. So the teaching of physics, the teaching of history, the teaching of mathematics is all presented um, by those disciplines in a very specific way, looking at textbooks or models on how to present various issues. So over the years, we've had all different kinds of programs, presentations, and different permutations on how best to meet the needs of graduate students to help them strengthen their own teaching. So we've offered more than um, 130 topics on pedagogy. Some get repeated. At, for example, every year in the spring, we offer a session on how to teach a summer course, because every year we will be teaching summer courses. And such sessions are um, really important for the TA who's struggling to put together a semester-long course into a six-week time frame. Um, I mentioned earlier that we offer courses. We learned, because one thing that's been incorporated in the TA project since the beginning is that we assess everything. And we learned early on that our TAs wanted more. And as a result, we designed three courses that appear on a student's transcript. It's Introduction to College Teaching 1, Designing, and then the second course is Designing Your Own Course, and the third is now Hybrid and Online Learning. And these courses are voluntary, there's no cost involved, but it appears on the transcript. And for us, one of the reasons this is so important Enrolling in such a course signals to a hiring authority at another institution that this graduate student cares. This graduate student cares about teaching. And so in addition to being a wonderful researcher, upon earning the PhD, the graduate student who is enrolled in these programs will also be signaling that they care about their own skills 
as an, as an instructor. Similarly, the sessions that we offer, we provide certificates to the students who attend. And those certificates, they also appear on a student's resume or CV. And uh, the students are saying, I went to four sessions on classroom management, four sessions on dealing with undergraduates. And it's been um, uh, an eye-opener in terms of uh, looking at the enthusiasm and considering the interests of our, our TAs as they participate in our programs. You mentioned that this has been going on for a while. It's You've had various iterations and, and permutations of these topics. Could you tell us a little bit about how the TA project got started? What was the impetus that uh, made this happen? And how has it evolved since then? The project started um, as an idea before I got here. The dean of the graduate school at the time, Dr. Katherine Stimson, um, was receiving, frankly, complaints from other deans, from undergraduates, from parents, indicating that the quality of instruction provided by the TAs was not what it should be. And since so many of our introductory courses were and are covered by teaching assistants, uh, she recognized the importance of putting something in place that would help strengthen the instruction by our TAs. At the same time, we saw an increase of international TAs, and in other states, some nearby states, legislation was being considered to have statewide standards for teaching by international students. And that is certainly something that we did not want to have um, legislated here at Rutgers or in New Jersey. So she took the bull by the horns and she hired me and said, look into what we can do to put together a TA project that will help all of our graduate students learn how to teach. And we did that by having a committee of faculty, graduate students, undergrad, some undergraduate students, and even some parents of undergraduates to talk about what they thought the needs were. What resulted from that was, first off, we, since um, 1988, we have required all new TAs whose undergraduate degrees are from outside the U.S. and whose native language is not English to pass a, a, a speaking test with our English language learning program. And that ma has made an enormous difference. Um, not that we have to stop that many students when they first arrive from teaching, but it's made a difference in who is brought here to teach from other countries. 
So that has um, had an enormous impact. And we also run special sessions at our international TA orientation on the Rutgers classroom, the American classroom, to help prepare those who are not f familiar with the culture of the U.S. classroom on how to tackle the unique experiences of the U.S. Um, okay, so we had this committee, and what we learned from this committee was that there was not that much happening in terms of TA orientation from a national perspective. So after many, many months of meetings, we designed a proposal that would develop, first off, new TA orientation, the um, organizational requirements for English language learning, the provision of programs throughout the semester on all kinds of issues pertaining to pedagogy. And then we, at that time, provided funds to the disciplines, all the disciplines who developed the program, so that they could put their own program together for the teaching of art history, the teaching of environmental science, and so on. And to be frank, that is when more funds were available for such um, types of endeavors. There's fewer dollars to provide those kinds of funds, but we are doing our best to work with the disciplines to help them. So what we saw was uh, um, lots of programs where TAs were videotaped, where they had uh, other graduate student, upper class graduate students serve as mentors for their teaching, faculty would review their teaching, and um, from there we've come to where we have, we, we now videotape TAs who wish to be videotaped and they give us information about their interests and uh, to these podcasts today, which is a new endeavor for us. What's been the most challenging part of establishing the TA project and also maintaining it and making sure that it, it continues to live and to thrive? Originally, one of the most challenging parts was the fact that many faculty um, needed some convincing about the importance of learning how to teach since they themselves did not have something called a TA project. And they learned how to teach by doing. In the last 30 years, we've seen a rise of consumerism in higher education. We've seen helicopter parents asking for accountability in terms of how um, we can be accountable for the tuition dollars they are paying. And so for us, it's absolutely essential to provide people with the necessary background in order to help them succeed in the classroom. The faculty um, now, for the most part, do seem to endorse our efforts. They send TAs to us all the time when they feel their TA needs help with instruction. And we are a collaborative effort working 
uh, with administrators, faculty, other staff, and graduate students to be able to provide the best programs possible. The TA project hires a handful of graduate students, like myself, to help organize these orientation and other training programs to put on these podcasts with these blogs. Why graduate students? Why not have the TA project run entirely by a committee of faculty and administrators? We've had various staffing models over the years, including having an assistant dean and an associate dean working with me to, as well as um, Alex Bachman, who's been a leader of this project since the beginning. Um, but no one knows the plight, the role, the requirements, and the challenges faced by a TA better than a graduate student. So we, instead of having the model of the multiple deans and administrators handling this, we determined that we wanted to work with graduate students who can especially benefit from doing this. And the graduate students who do work and help us to lead the TA project are typically exceptional instructors in their own right and superb administrators who, through anticipatory social anticipatory socialization are also preparing for careers in in many settings as a result of their work in in preparing the TA project activities how important do you think it is for um, to provide training for new TAs on teaching and why it's critically important to provide professional development opportunities for TAs. Um, if I were to go and ride a horse for the first time, I would be having horseback riding lessons. Or I can't imagine playing golf without golf lessons. And similarly, to get in front of a class of be it 10 students or 400 students, there are certain skills and techniques and requirements that one needs to learn to be able to succeed. From how in the world do you prepare a syllabus to how do you design a test to what are the legal requirements, these are things that can be taught. Additionally, the basic skill of standing up in front of a group and how to do it and making eye contact and using the visual aids while engaging the group, it, it just does not happen by accident. It happens through preparing, learning how to do it, trying it, having someone assess your efforts, and then trying again. You mentioned earlier that one of the early challenges of putting together the TA project was 
faculty buy-in. Uh, and you did mention that that has um, shifted, but it seems that many faculty still believe that training graduate students in evidence-based teaching practices has a negative effect on their research output. However, a recent study of PhD students in life sciences, which I will link to in the show notes for our listeners, found that, quote, PhD students who invested time into evidence-based teaching did not suffer in confidence in research preparedness, scientific research communication, or in publication number. Instead, the overall data trend toward a slight synergy between investing in evidence-based teaching and research preparation. Do you find that surprising or does that fit with your experiences? The findings that students do not suffer from learning about evidence-based teaching and spending time in learning about teaching makes all kinds of sense. And there are some faculty who don't want their students to leave the labs, for example, just as an example, for any reason. I believe we are obligated and responsible for exposing our graduate students to as many opportunities as possible to enable them to succeed in multiple settings. If we can help our graduate students to get the jobs they seek, be it in the academy, in industry, in non-governmental agencies, in government, whatever it may be, we need to make those efforts to expose them to various opportunities that will strengthen their professional development. What would you say is a university's role when it comes to training new TAs? The university, and I'm not referring to my current university, but but across the country, I believe is is responsible for and must um, work with graduate students to prepare them to be successful TAs. We can't just throw our graduate students into a classroom without preparing them to succeed. Will there be problems? Perhaps. Will there be challenges? Perhaps. But we need to have the infrastructure in place to help them. Our undergraduates deserve the best. And presumably their their faculty, well actually instead of saying presumably, hopefully their faculty will have had all kinds of opportunities to hone their skills to be able to succeed succeed in the classroom. But for TAs, some who have graduated just six months ago from undergraduate, they, they need help on how to handle the myriad challenges that will arise. And I, I believe it's our responsibility as institutional administrators to provide those opportunities. You mentioned earlier that there, there, I don't remember how you phrased it, but there was this issue where different departments have different needs in training their students. So a university needs to provide training opportunities and this infrastructure, as you mentioned, 
But what is the, where does the department fit into that? What is an individual department's responsibility in training their own specific graduate students to teach within their own discipline? I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up. There's, there's uh, several books that have been written that talk about the role of the academic department in higher education. And in fact, the strength of the institution depends on the department, which is considered, and this is not my phrase, it's from these other wonderful scholars, that the department is the building block of the institution and the foundation of the institution. And if the department is strong, the institution can perhaps be strong. And so the role of the department is critical in overseeing, providing, and assessing the work of the TAs. If TAs are, are, need assistance and need help, the first place they can and should be getting it is the department. It's fine that they would then contact the TA project for, for consultation and help, but it's the department who should be receiving the concerns, the questions, the um, issues raised by undergraduates. So they are the critical point of contact for everything at an academic institution. What advice do you have for other administrators, either at a university level or a department level, who want to incorporate more or start incorporating teaching training into their PhD programs? Advice to those who are considering developing TA programs and enhancing the programs they already have is to keep a close eye on the evolution of our teaching uh, through electronic means, through hybrid and online learning, to make sure that our current uh, group of graduate students and future graduate students will be prepared for the Academy of Tomorrow. People will be learning in different ways. They will be learning at different times, engaging in new fields of study throughout their lifetimes. And we will need faculty to be able to to tackle these new ways of teaching and learning as we move forward. As an administrator, what do you think is the most important thing that a new TA should know? A new TA should understand what it means to be a responsible professional. And that covers everything from due diligence to the nature of professional relationships to understanding what it means if you are engaged with social media, to understand what it means to be discreet, to know the various local, state, and federal regulations pertaining to issues regarding 
higher education and students to, to be the professional, res, responsible professional is the utmost and ethical. And then those all go together. Responsible, ethical, and professional. My thanks again to our guest, Dean Barbara Bender, for taking time to sit down with us and tell us about the TA Project. Any resources mentioned in this episode will be posted in our show notes, which are on our blog at taprutgers.wordpress.com. You can also find all of our information on our website at tap.ruckers.edu. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider sharing with a friend. Until next time, thanks for listening.